0: Lock Talk Radio It's
1: time for the Get Radio Show.
2: Best in Pro Wrestling Talk.
1: Define good evening to all of you out there you have tuned in to the ken reedy show the best in Pro wrestling talk thank you all for tuning in tonight as we get you set for wwe Fastlane. that's right this is the last pay-per-view before the show of shows wrestlemania looking for uh you know maybe some hints some uh Starts and storylines as we move towards WrestleMania. We will get you set for tonight's event as well as give you some speculation on the road to WrestleMania. Because right here, you have tuned in to the right place. This is the most comprehensive pre-show around. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Ken Reedy Show. Again, that is Facebook.com. Slash the Ken Reedy Show. Uh, hook up with us over there. Hit the like button. If you happen to be a company and you want to advertise with us, shoot us a message over there. We'll get back to you ASAP. We're always looking for new sponsors over here. Right now on the Facebook page, we got a show chat going on. So if you want to talk to us during the show, maybe you're, you know, maybe you're somewhere and you just can't get a call out, but you want your opinion heard, get on the Facebook page against Facebook.com. Slash the Ken Reedy Show tomorrow night during Monday Night Raw. We'll have a, a chat during Raw. And hell, you know, maybe we'll have a fast lane chat going on on the Facebook page today. Through. Who the hell knows? Love social media, which is why we're also on the Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Handle is at the Ken Reedy Show. Get on there. Tweet us. Let us know your thoughts right now on our Twitter page. We've got a Twitter poll going on. Who do you think is going to win? Tonight's triple threat main event For the number one contendership So get on over, follow us on Twitter Answer a poll question I think as of now, uh, last I checked Roman Reigns uh, had actually 100% of the vote I don't know if that means fans are supporting Reigns Or just are banking on Yeah, he's definitely going to be the winner Uh, Who knows, but if you think It's going to be something else, get on the Twitter Get on board, vote Follow us Social media is a wonderful thing as well as our website. Check out uh our website, the dot com. Again, the dot com, blogs, pictures, lots of great stuff over there on the website, as well as a nice little listener thingy. Uh, you know, you know my technical prowess that I'm a listening thingy uh is on the website, so you can listen to the show there. So it's kind of a one stop shopping. Check out the dot com and this show is proud. Proud, I tell you. To be a part of a new, creative, breaking boundaries network. And I'm only talking about 1640 PWPR. It's, it's, it's like it's a wrestling radio station, if you could believe that. It's like a dream come true for wrestling fans. It's a station with a network of different podcasts and shows on there talking wrestling and you know you can subscribe go to iTunes check out iTunes do a search for 1640pwpr and you get on there and subscribe you hit subscribe and you can subscribe for free cannot stress that enough you subscribe for free and then you have a subscription to all the great shows on the 1640 network our show is on there the King Firehawk a uh, Joey Image independent wrestling star That image guy is his podcast. He's on the network. So many great shows on the network. We are proud, proud to be a part of that. And you know what? We've hit another milestone. 50,000 hits. 50,000 hits on the radio station. So 50,000 listeners can't be wrong. Am I right? You know I am. Get on over there. 1640 PWPR. Subscribe on iTunes, get on board this new and exciting venture. And I got to thank also, before we get into the show, uh, you know, some of you might know, some of you might not, but I have ventured into the world of, of professional wrestling. Uh, I've been wrestling uh, for IWF, Independent Wrestling Federation. I just got to thank the fans. Uh, last night, we had a packed house and. uh you know, sometimes you do a show, man, and, and just everything clicks. And the fans last night were incredible. Uh, they were into it. They were loud. Uh, they were boisterous. Um, you know, I am nursing right now a couple of bruised ribs. So I just had, it was cool. I got to do a couple of live segments of the Ken Reedy show. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, and I hosted an arm wrestling contest. Between, you know, our producer, who is also a wrestler in IWF, uh, the all-star Michelle D, uh, versus uh, Red Hot, I'm doing air quotes with that, Red Hot, uh, Aaron Winters. And, uh, you know, I was just there to MC that, and, and Michelle, she won the, the arm wrestling contest. And then Aaron is nursing her, her, her wound, her arm is injured. Bitch done smacked me in the face slapped me across the face, uncalled for, not pleased about that. No, sir. So she slapped me across the face and then hot-tailed it out of there. i got to tell you, I was heated, but i got to thank the fans that were there last night. They kind of helped calm me down. A couple of well-placed high-fives on the way out, so I thank the fans of IWF. It was a great night, and I don't know, you know, I'm not the type to hit a woman, but but, shh. Damn, that, that, that got right under my skin. I got, I got to be honest with you, right under my skin. But anyway, enough about that, enough of what's going on in the IWF and 1640 and so many great things going on. I love, love having my hands in so many different things and, and creative things, and uh, it's a lot of fun. But tonight is all about WWE Fastlane, and they're so clever because it's Fastlane, because they're on the, quote, Fastlane to WrestleMania but this, there's a lot of, you know, stuff to get through with this, this pay-per-view. Um, you know, looking at the roster, depleted roster, injuries, uh, fast lane. Not one of the big four, but an important pay-per-view to set us up for WrestleMania. Do we get some matches set up for tonight? What does tonight's pay-per-view look like? We're going to get into, obviously, speculation, opinions. Do we get some surprises? Lots of stuff to get into about tonight's pay per view. Without further ado, I could not do without my tag team partner. Dave, how you doing this evening? Tis
2: the season where we point at the sign known as WrestleMania. <laughs> Making it WrestleMania season. I'm doing I'm doing quite well. Quite well. Looking forward to discussing and dissecting uh tonight's event. I'm always you know, a big proponent of these pay-per-view pre-games. I love doing. I love doing the show, anyways. But the pay-per-view pre-games are, you know, virtually my favorite because you really get to, to to dissect each and every match and the implications moving forward from tonight's event. So I'm 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 ready to go.
1: Yeah, and I like. I mean, I I agree with you, man. Because these shows are fun, and I and got not to, you know, speak ill. But what the hell, I will. <laughs> but. You know, like when I say this is the most comprehensive pre-show out there, like I, I ain't lying and I ain't BS and I ain't blowing smoke up our own asses. I, I sincerely believe because you're not going to get the the, the performance shtick sch- that the WWE gives you as far as their pre-show. They're they're kind of feeding you what they want to feed you. They're they're pointing you in the direction they want you to point you in. Um, they you got other shows out there that just want to bash everything. Uh, here, you know, this is the place you want to be because we dissect each match, uh, we look at the implications. We a lot of times we'll tell you what we want to see happen, but what we think is going to happen. And so, this is the place you want to be. Before we get into, this, I got to tell you something, Dave. And this is pretty funny. I've been like doing what I can. You know, social media is, is a big thing, getting the word out, getting the name out. And I've been doing a lot the past week to build our Twitter and get more and more Twitter followers. And, and last night. I am not lying, and I can't believe this. Actually, number one, this is actually a, a page, and number two, they followed me. But there's a page out there called Mothers Against WWE,
3: <laughs> and
1: they and they followed me last week. I got notification: you have a new follower, Mothers Against WWE, and they, they just they, they're, well, they're anti WWE. I don't know why they chose. I can't wait till they call in and, and they're like. You need to change your subject matter on the show, but I, uh, you know, go figure. I mean, that's that's social media for you. If, if you're against WWE, so be it. But I did find it funny that they chose to follow us on the, the Twitter. So, ah, uh, go figure. Social media. But let's get into it as we as we talk about some social media. And uh, you know, first of all, uh, you know, I'm going to table that for a second because I'm looking at our outline before we get into social media. And speculation because John Cena is either predicting some stuff Or he's trolling all of us And we're going to get into that in just a minute But we didn't have a show this past Monday Had some scheduling conflicts So just a little bit of reaction as far as uh, Daniel Bryan and his retirement I thought the WWE did a nice job uh, on Monday Night Raw with his retirement speech Uh, They gave him uh, a lot of time Um, You know, I I always thought Daniel Bryan was... uh, You know, a decent promo guy, quote-unquote, not great. Um, As far as if I want to call this a promo, I thought it was very good. It never kind of went off the the rails. Uh, uh, It was poignant. It was heartfelt. It was truthful. uh, It was well-paced. Even though WWE gave him a long chunk of time, I never felt like it dragged. Uh, You know, it was just a a nice, uh, concise, Speech and and I thought it was really well done on Raw. Um, the the one thing that really stuck out for me, Dave, that I was I was shocked about, and, and I I don't know you know maybe it's me and I, I don't know how to love something like wrestling or or, or anything as much as uh, you know some people do and, and and you know more power to them. But uh, to have seizures from uh, the concussions and and ask his wife to to hide it. From the WWE because he wanted to so desperately get back into the ring Um, That's scary, number one And number two, for any fans That were hoping for one last match One last run from Daniel Bryan To me, if you really admire and respect Daniel Bryan And you hear what he said on ESPN As far as the seizures and the brain scans and everything else if you really admire and care for him in any way, shape, or form, you want him retired and you want him to stay retired and not set foot in that ring again. That was some scary stuff, Dave.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more there. You know, before the ESPN interview, you know, like you said, his his uh, his, his speech was, was sad, but it was heartfelt, it was truthful, um, and I was beginning, you know, even when I woke up the next day, I was beginning to... Come to the come to grips with that he's retired, and I was okay with that because he was really hurt. And with the like I said I was on the show a few weeks ago, with the way concussions and you know studies on concussions have affected uh, professional sports, I mean it's a serious thing. It it it, it, it truly is. Um, I mean even down to you know pee wee football and, and 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 kids little league and you know things like that. It's it's trans it's it's transcended into, into that realm of, of athletics. And, you know, like I said, it's serious stuff. And and I was, I was okay with him retiring. I mean, yes. Was it sad that he had to go out that way? Yes, absolutely. But for the, for his health and well being, I was more than okay with it. And then when I heard the news that, you know, on ESPN when he had made mention of having to hide these seizures and it hit home with me because I work with kids with disabilities and, you know, a couple of the kids in my in my uh, my my classroom they suffer from seizure disorders, and just watching them go through that, it, it's scary enough as it is. And my fiance, before I had even met her, she had suffered with seizure disorders for a long period of time in her life, well into you know just about until she turned thirty. And unfortunately for her, it, it, it she doesn't suffer from these seizures anymore, but after hearing that and, and, and the history I have with, like I said, my fiance and the kids I work with, I was like, well, that just seals the deal right there. They're like, yeah, he's got to stay away from the ring. And, and, and any other guy, and any other guys that could be suffering from this, it, no matter how good they are, how much you love them as a performer, you, you, you're better off. They're, they're they're better off not competing anymore, not being as physically active um, in this profession. If, if, Seizures are going to come into play.
1: It's, it's really scary stuff. I agree with you, man. Like, you know, both of us, it's it's interesting that we do this show together. But you know, I work with adults with disabilities. And, yeah, same thing. I mean, I've seen seizures. I've been around seizures. I've had to, um, you know, go into seizure precautions to make sure people are safe during seizures. I mean, it, it's scary stuff. And, uh, you know, again, maybe for some people who haven't witnessed it or seen it or, you know, firsthand uh, would want to sit here and say, well, I hope he can get back in the ring At some point in the future, I don't. I really don't. Like after hearing uh, what he said, um, I don't ever want to see him in the ring. I, you know, to go so far as if he ever did get back in the ring, I think I'd make sure not to watch um, because I wouldn't want to support it. If this was going on with his with his brain, um, you know, he's a fairly young man. Uh, He's been married uh, for a few years now. Uh, He's made a lot of money. Um, You know there are other things you can do in the wrestling Business it's uh, you know Retire stay retired all the best Daniel Bryan uh, you know Good luck godspeed but I I Really hope that he's able to uh, You know scratch that itch So to speak uh, doing something Else in the business Um, But that that really when I heard that interview was like holy cow like this is not just uh, You know I'm having some headaches I'm feeling A little disoriented you know Let's go get another scan I mean that's that's some scary stuff, and when you know it, it, it wasn't just one, so you can't even chalk it up to being a one isolated incident. Um, you know that that's some scary stuff. Your 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 brain is basically saying, you know, hey, stop the shit now. And uh, when your brain yeah. tells you you need to stop something, you best listen to your brain. So uh, um, again, great stuff from the WWE. I think they treated the uh, retirement with uh, respect and class. And uh, Godspeed to Daniel Bryan. Um, Stay away from the ring And uh, getting on with uh, some of the stuff uh, Some of the stuff outside the squared circle And uh, as we get into talking about Fastlane tonight uh, Speculation Predictions perhaps Or just trolling Who knows But John Cena You know who has a You know quite the presence on social media He's out there And uh, you know everyone's going Um you know, a little a little nutty today as uh, John Cena posts a a picture of an old school picture of Taker, of Undertaker on his Instagram. Is that speculating that Taker is going to be at Fastlane tonight? Uh, is it speculating that the the rumored John Cena versus the Undertaker at WrestleMania could still be a possibility? Um, you know, I was listening to Stone Cold's podcast, and Stone Cold said there's no way John Cena's uh, making WrestleMania, um, which, again, I respect the hell out of Stone Cold Steve Austin. However, if any guy, uh, if I could label a freak of nature and is going to heal, heal uh, way quicker than anyone expects, it's John Cena. And it's just interesting when you start to put the pieces together on social media. And again, I ask the question, trolling? Or are we headed towards Cena versus The Undertaker? February 15th, John Cena on Twitter says, gamble. Take risky action in hope of a desired result. Time to gamble, I think. It is going to be a risky next two weeks. Hashtag lace up. Mm -hmm. Hashtag never give up. Now, that's about a week ago. Now, it was John Cena talking about you know his injury being reevaluated the next two weeks. Uh, is he making more progress or quicker progress than he thought? And then leads to an Instagram post, uh, pick that posting of the Undertaker. Uh, you know, is it speculation of his match with the Undertaker? Is it just speculation? We're going to get an Undertaker appearance tonight. Or is it just John Cena messing with our heads? Dave, there's no this is all speculation, this is all guesswork, but uh if nothing else, John Cena is most likely enjoying the speculation that he's causing right now. He knows
2: exactly what he's doing. Okay,
1: plain and simple. He knows exactly what he's doing to, to us, to the
2: fans, to, to the wrestling media, to the uh, to audience, to, to everyone. He knows exactly what he's doing. Um it could mean a, it can mean a lot of different things. Um, the, the 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 picture that was put up on his you know Cena's been known for with his Instagram, okay he just posts pictures and there's no caption behind any of his pictures and it's just pictures of random things and he basically lets the 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 his followers on Instagram you know come up with their their interpretation of of the the, the post. Um, obviously the timing of this one. Uh, is leads many to speculate that it could be a number of things. One, it could be a possibility that we see Undertaker tonight at Fastlane. I mean, we're only, uh, you know, uh, five weeks away, four weeks away from WrestleMania. Uh, maybe, uh, I think, five or six weeks away from WrestleMania. Usually, it's around this time when Undertaker comes back on television and we get a good idea of the direction his character's going to take for WrestleMania. Um, it could lead many of us to believe that, Cena is hinting that it could be him an Undertaker at WrestleMania, um, or Cena maybe putting up that picture on Instagram was in his own way trolling us. But at the same time, he's found out some more information about his shoulder, which could lead to him possibly returning. Um, he was at the end of he was at the uh, Daytona 500 this afternoon. And uh, he was interviewed by Fox Sports, and they asked him about his WrestleMania status, and he said, I'm between zero and 100% ready, but I can't I can't say if I'm returning to WrestleMania or not. And who knows if that's truth? Who knows if that's just him keeping things quiet in, in hopes that if he is cleared, he can return, but it was the very politically correct thing for him to say. Um, I'm not ruling out that he's not coming back. I really am not. Um, he's had a history of doing this on two different occasions uh, in 2008 when he returned at the Royal Rumble, and then a few, actually six months, eight months later that year, he returned from a neck surgery. He was supposed to be out for six months. He came back two. Um, so he's done this before. This isn't new. And, um, I I, I mean, we, we could talk about it all day, but if it leads to Undertaker just appearing tonight, then at least, you know what, it adds a little star power to tonight's show because it's kind of been lackluster, in my opinion, And Undertaker can, even if they still don't know what direction they're going to put his character in for WrestleMania, who he could potentially face, at least you have him come out, maybe do a run in during like the Wyatt match uh, at the end, maybe cut a promo declaring he's going to be at WrestleMania. He's calling, he's calling anyone out to fight him. Just kind of leave it very simple and basic um, enough so that you can get people talking and coming up with different ideas and speculations as to who he's going to face until they figure out the exact concrete plan behind the scenes what they're going to do with him. Um, uh, but who knows? It, 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 none, this could just be him trolling us all, and we don't see an Undertaker tonight, and we don't see him an Undertaker, or John Cena an Undertaker at WrestleMania. So it, it's a it's good point for discussion, I'll say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. And the thing is, like, when John Cena posts, you know, that it's the next two weeks um, You know, it could be Like like you're saying We could just get an Undertaker appearance tonight And, you know they're, they're keeping, you know The option Of seeing a Taker On the table So just because Taker shows up tonight Does not necessarily mean that We're getting, you know We're getting any decision as far as What his match is going to be And Like you said, Dave He could appear at any moment, at any time. The lights go out. There's the Undertaker. All he needs to do is walk down to the ring, like you said, point to the freaking sign, and then walk back. So, I mean, you don't know who he's going to wrestle, but he made his appearance, and they keep that kind of John Cena Undertaker uh, in a holding pattern because, you know, timing-wise, so Cena said the next two weeks is supposed to be pivotal or he's taking a chance, whatever the case is. One week goes by. He's got this week to see, who knows, mobility, healing, scar tissue, whatever he needs to check out. So maybe it's like, let's get Taker. Let's get his appearance. Let's get him set. Let's let the people know Taker is going to be it at WrestleMania. Let's let this week go by. Let's see where John Cena's injury status is. If John Cena's not ready to go, then maybe it's next week's Raw. They, they start the ball rolling on who Taker's opponent's going to be. And if Cena is ready then they go ahead with with Cena Taker. The interesting thing is that and Dave, we've heard the speculation this is where, you know, again the fantasy booking and you're getting ready for Wrestlemania season and it gets fun, you start hearing these rumors now that, I mean, first there was Braun Strowman, which I I think, you know, if you could like if you get wrestling fans to agree on anything I I think it's a wonder we never agree (laughs) on anything I feel like 100% a hundred percent across the board, nobody wanted to see Taker versus Braun Strowman. Um but now you're hearing the speculation that it's someone who's not on the roster who might be uh, you know, have a, a, a date with the Undertaker uh at WrestleMania, which, you know, when you hear those rumors, and again, you take it with a grain of salt, it all could be a crock of BS. But when you hear those rumors, holy cow, is it time to put the fantasy booking caps on when you say not on the roster? Oh, the, the, the internet just explodes with all the speculation. I mean, Dave, who could it be if it's not someone on the WWE roster currently?
2: Well, I mean, a, a few names come to mind. The first one that comes to mind that's been discussed that's, like you said, put the fantasy booking cap on is Sting. Sting's going to go into the Hall of Fame this year. Um, I know that he has lobbied really hard to to publicly to have a match with Undertaker. I'm sure that he has lobbied to WWE management about wanting to have a match with Undertaker at WrestleMania um, before he even signed his contract last year or two years ago. So uh, he's one name that's come to mind. However, he's currently suffering from spinal stenosis. He needs to have neck surgery. Um, And with the current state of, of, of you know the the roster and especially with the way WWE has has been taking care of their roster with the with the injuries as of late and of course you can bring up Daniel Bryan again I don't think WWE would clear him to wrestle Undertaker for WrestleMania even if it was his last match I, I really don't think that they want to do that um, I think Sting is is you know goes into the Hall of Fame this year and he retires and that's the end of it no more wrestling for him. Um, so that's one name you scratch off the list. The name that's been that's come up in possible negotiations with WWE for an appearance at WrestleMania is Batista. Batista was reported to have spoken with the McMahons and management at the Royal Rumble backstage about a possible role in the Triple H-Roman Reigns match, but who knows? Maybe they also talked about a possible match with him at Undertaker. They had a fantastic match at WrestleMania 23 in Detroit, in 2007, my first WrestleMania I ever attended stole the show. Exceeded expectations between the two. And they should have gone on last, um, but nonetheless, they have history there. So you put a guy like Batista in there; he's he's a natural heel. It would work with Undertaker. Goldberg is another name that's been mentioned. Goldberg has been talked about for returning to WWE. Uh, I, I reported about it on the Day Five a few a few weeks back. How he wants a short run with the company, the company wants to at least have him for a year. Um he wants at least one more match at WrestleMania. Could it be him and Undertaker? I don't think that's I, I don't think they would put him in that spot against Undertaker, to be perfectly honest with you. I really don't think so. Um for, for someone of his caliber. I think he would be used in a different manner, not with Undertaker. Um so you Batista Sting, Undertaker, uh, or, uh Batista Sting, Goldberg, um I've even heard The Rock's name mentioned, but if The Rock wasn't cleared to wrestle before, and and they were rumored to be putting him in there with, with, with Triple H or Brock Lesnar, I don't know why they would now want him to wrestle Undertaker if he was cleared. I mean, the big money match Vince McMahon has been wanting to do for the past few years at WrestleMania has been The Rock and Brock Lesnar. And I think if if The Rock were cleared to wrestle... Then the Rock would be wrestling Brock Lesnar at this year's WrestleMania if they want to get a hundred thousand people to fill that stadium in Dallas. So those are just a few of the names that have come up for Undertaker. It could be to, it could be somebody that's not even on the radar right now um, that, that, that that we haven't even mentioned in this discussion. But nonetheless, it, it's great discussion points for this show and a million other wrestling podcasts out there that are speculating on what, what Undertaker's status is for WrestleMania, which makes the the, the talking points so great for 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 shows like us
1: yeah i mean the thing that sucks though, about about all of them is that no, none of these these options really gets me too excited and um you know i agree with you that the wwe um and, put in, and and rightfully so but uh you know whether it's uh you know really caring about their talent or just uh making sure you know they're uh Crossing all their uh I's and dotting all their t's as far as uh lawsuit potential and what have you but uh they it you know it appears if they are taking the health of their wrestlers very seriously and uh um you know you 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 doubt very highly that uh they would let sting get in there and gut it out uh even if sting like you know begged them to um you know, uh, and plus the fact As much as I, you know, we've talked about this before I think the setup for Taker, Sting, uh Could be a lot of fun But I don't know how they deliver in the ring I think Goldberg, Taker Would be an absolute cluster F I really do, I don't I didn't think, uh, Goldberg Goldberg was an entity Goldberg was, uh, something special As far as the character, the streak The size of, of him Um I don't want to see him versus Taker at all. I just And I, I don't think it's really going to happen. I mean, it's fun internet speculation, but uh, I, I just think that would just be god-awful. Uh, the, the problem is that right now, uh, with where uh, the, the career of The Undertaker is, is, it's winding down, and the special nature, even though the streak is over, the special nature of The Undertaker and The Undertaker's match at WrestleMania uh, I'm not sure if there is a right person to be standing opposite the Undertaker at, at WrestleMania this year. I I I don't know. I, I mean, Cena makes so much sense. Um, geez, I I honestly I don't. I mean, you know, I get the maybe Bray Wyatt again, but I I don't know. I don't know if anybody that I can think of offhand uh, is able to uh, make this. As special as it deserves to be And that's why, you know, right now uh, With the road to WrestleMania And uh, the injury situation on the roster And everything else going on in the WWE uh, it, it makes it very intriguing to see exactly How they're going to build uh, Undertaker's program And, you know, eventually his match at WrestleMania So, uh, the good news is With all these question marks surrounding The Undertaker Doing this show, it'll give us lots of material heading towards WrestleMania. So, lots of good stuff as we are firmly entrenched in the road to WrestleMania as WWE puts us on the fast lane to the show of shows. And we get you set for that show tonight WWE pay per view fast lane. And you know, and I said it before and I said it again, and I'm going to say it again. The reason why you listen to the show is because we give you the most comprehensive pre-show in the biz. And we're going to go match by match now and give you our take on each match. We're going to give you predictions and, and, and thoughts surrounding the match. And, and that's why you need to keep it here. Tell your friends, lock it in here as we get into fast lane, And let's start with the match. It's going to be the pre-show match. Two out of three falls for the WWE United States Championship. Um, for me as a fan, and, and you know, I look at this and, oh, good. Oh, yay. It's Kalisto versus Alberto Del Rio again. And now we get them two out of three falls. So it's, it could almost be like three more matches in one. I'm kind of in a been there, done that kind of feel with this. I'm glad that I feel like this is uh this'll be it with the two of them. Um I, you know, I like Kalisto. I, I really like Alberto Del Rio, I think he's incredible. Um I, I think this match will be entertaining. I, I don't know if I'll go so far as to say uh show stealer or a great match. I think it'll be a fun match. Uh figure Callisto maybe have a couple of spots to be like, Wow, that was neat. Um I don't think it's going to be necessarily a needle mover. These guys have been in the ring a lot the past few weeks, um, so I mean, I I don't know, Dave. I don't know your thoughts on this match. Again, I feel like it'll be somewhat entertaining, but I'm not I'm not enthralled by this prospect.
2: Well, I mean, we we have seen it a few times, and we've seen the, uh, the the back and forth nature of switching the titles um, in in recent months between these two. Um i still don't I'm still puzzled as to the reasons as to why they decided to change the title so many times between the two of them, but I'm pretty sure that tonight with a stipulation like two out of three falls that we'll see some finality to this angle between the two um both of them work really well together um i i'm I'm hoping to with the two out of three falls concept I'm hoping to see something a little bit different from the previous matches that they've had um and uh you know, two out of three falls matches are a big deal in Mexico, uh especially in, in, in title match rivalry. So I would ex- I I would expect that these two are gonna go all out um to a certain degree with this kind of match. Um I'm not gonna really go out on the limb, but I'm just gonna go and say it. I think we're gonna see Calisto uh retain the title, um and kinda give the give the crowd, you know, the, 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 the baby face uh you know victory to really kick things off into high gear in the fast lane um you know for tonight's show. So, my prediction, Kalisto with a with, with a with a good victory over Del Rio.
1: And I'm going to agree with you. I think uh I think you're right. Um you know, as far as uh you know, giving you that that face uh to start things off. I also think with the uh you know, Alberto Del Rio and his uh League of Nations um you know, I think they have a kind of a, a vibe of being treated unfairly, uh, being screwed, uh, you know, why not give him, uh, something else where I was screwed out of my title or some, something like that. So, uh, you know, that, that faction will still, uh, be title-less, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Kalisto, It should be a fun match. Again, I'm not like overly excited about it, but I think it's going to be a, a fun match. So, uh, we agree, right there, Kalisto in the pre-show match retaining the U.S. Championship, and uh, let's let's move on to another match. You know, we got two ladies matches tonight, and uh, first off, let's get into the tag team match. We got Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks versus Team Bad B.A.D. Naomi and and Tamina. Um. This, is, this has been an interesting build. It's, uh, you know, it's not like, again, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this match, but I think this should be a good match. Uh, I like Sasha Banks and, uh, Becky Lynch, and also I like Naomi a lot too. Uh, Tamina, again, I don't know what happened, uh, after the injury, but she, I just, she's not that good anymore. Um, you know, not that she was amazing beforehand, but, uh, out to me, she's pretty rough in the ring. But I still think this should be fun. You know, three out of the four hands in there, I think, are pretty good. Uh, pretty athletic females. We should have some fun spots. The crowd is so behind Sasha Banks right now. Um, wouldn't be shocked. You know, it's one of those weird things, Dave. Where it where Wouldn't shock me just to kind of add some intrigue that we see Team Bad win. Uh, just to give them, you know, some more validation that they're they're two chicks uh, to be reckoned with. Uh, however, I do see more of a tenuous friendship uh, with Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. The crowd loves Sasha Banks, um, so I I'm going to go with Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks winning this matchup. And I think it's going to be a fun match. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. Uh I think the crowd is really going to be into it because you know they like Becky Lynch, they love Sasha Banks. Um so I think this should be a a fun match. Perhaps we get some uh speculation or something happens, does Charlotte come out during this match or something? Do we get a a hint at, you know, a Diva championship match at WrestleMania? Perhaps uh it's something again, you know, we are on that road to WrestleMania. Maybe we see something like that, but Uh, getting down to basics, I think we're looking at Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks over Team Bad.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I do think that Sasha and Becky will come out victorious in this match. I think it will be a fun match, but I also think it will be a very physical match. If you saw some of the interactions that they've had the past few weeks on SmackDown, uh, uh, I thought what was really cool was that spot where Sasha, like, super kicked Tamina into the announcer's chair, and it, like, flipped over, and just the impact of it. I think it was. It, it came off really well. I think the, both of them are going to win because I'm predicting a triple threat between all three of the new girls, the new faces of the of the Divas division: Becky, Sasha, and uh, and Charlotte. So I think with Becky and Sasha kind of winning tonight, they still play up that they're not friends, but they they're 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 allies for a common enemy, and they're both they both have momentum heading towards. Uh, WrestleMania and a, and a possible chance at Charlotte's Divas title. Well,
1: no, there you go. Like it's it's amazing how like we do these things and and uh, we're we're right on the same page. So we're both looking at Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks uh, winning this matchup. I'm curious, as we, like we dissect this match, or we look at like um, you know player for player and look at it. I mean, I I, th- I like what I'm seeing at an Naomi though, and I know she's not. She doesn't have the cachet because the big thing, especially with the fans and the internet fan base, that you know they're really all about these uh, NXT women and and what they're doing. And rightfully so, I mean, they've been doing a lot of great stuff. But I, I've enjoyed—I don't know about you, Dave—but I've enjoyed watching uh, Naomi grow, um, not only as a, a wrestler and in-ring performer, but as as a as a character. I think the heel turn was really good for her. Um, but I, I'm enjoying watching her character grow and her grow as a performer. I don't know if she'll necessarily be a diva's championship contender uh, anytime soon. Maybe at some point, but uh, I, I've enjoyed watching her work, Dave. I'll be honest with you. Um,
2: I, I before this divas revolution, where they brought all these girls up, I thought she was going to be one of the uh, the, the the flagships. Of of the girls division Somebody that they could rely on Because she was very popular She had like an upbeat personality And um, you know when she was a baby face I wasn't really too convinced with the heel turn It was like she was She wasn't really so sure of it when it happened She's grown into, this, into the role And I think it's helped um, Her being associated with Tamina Tamina's got some really uh, A mean looking demeanor uh, She kind of gives that like you know Bodyguard vibe to her and they they, they they do work well together, but um, I, I honestly liked Naomi in the role of like being the valet for the Usos when she was doing that a little bit. I thought that that was at her best, um, because she's got a very similar style to her husband and her brother-in-law. She likes to flip-flop and fly around, and it just really worked well. It kind of reminded me, in a small way, of what Lita was to the Hardy Boys, and I thought that was a good role for her. I just don't think that it was a I think with with, with uh, Jay Uso's untimely injury at WrestleMania, they had to find a different role for her because they couldn't just have her going out there with one Uso, and I don't think they really knew what to do with the team split up. So that's why I think they moved her into the role of turning heel. Um, I'm not crazy about it, but it's not ter- what she's doing. What she's been doing as of late is not terrible.
1: That's yeah, right, because I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. I kind of I kind of like her in this role, and I, I'm, you know, and I, I again I think she's gotten better um, in the ring and and as a character. I agree with you. I think she like initially she wasn't too comfortable with it, but you know I enjoy watching performers in any walk of performance uh, at least grow into get better at what they're doing, and uh, you know it's been uh, intriguing and interesting to watch her grow. Let's cut the phones for a little bit. Three four seven. 838-9815, that is the number to call, we have some people who have been on hold for a little bit, and uh, we're talking WWE Fastlane, give us your thoughts on tonight's event, and we'll go out right now to Rocky, Rocky's on the line, how you doing tonight? How's it going, Ken? Doing alright, how you doing, brother?
4: I'm hanging in, hanging in, looking forward to uh, Fastlane tonight, I think, uh... I think we got some good matches on the card. I'm, I'm hoping they uh, really, de- really deliver.
1: Yeah, again, it's, it, you know, it's a match where you, it's a match. It's a pay-per-view card where you look at it and, uh, you know, it should be an entertaining, uh, you know, bunch of matches. Uh, again, you expect for there to be some sort of drama here because uh, we are getting set for WrestleMania and you would expect there'd have to be something. There's got to be something tonight. That you come out, like you wake up tomorrow morning like, whoa, they did blah, blah, blah on Fastlane. Now, whether it's just an Undertaker uh, appearance, whether that's some sort of swerve, whether John Cena shows up, whether you just feel like there's got to be something tonight um, that kind of gives us like, uh, we are firmly, now we're on our way to WrestleMania. And I'm hoping we get some sort of surprise, uh, some appearance, something screwy happens tonight, but it remains to be seen. I'm curious when we talk about this, like, Uh, You know, on paper, it does look like we're going to get a solid event. What are you looking forward to most? Uh, Looking forward to most,
4: uh, that's really hard because, you know, more to a point that you made earlier, when you look at the card, you kind of are getting a lot of repeat matches uh, and matches that we've seen. And I'm speaking to uh, Del Rio, Kalisto. I'm speaking to Styles, Jericho. I'm speaking to Owen Ziegler. But when when you when you look at those when you look at those matches, all those guys they know how to deliver a five star match. So I kind of I kind of gotta have faith that you know these guys. This being a pay per view, this being the the pay per view before you know WrestleMania, you know it's time to pull out all the stops and, and get interest peaked. What I, what I would say I'm looking forward to most. Um, the uh you know the obviously the triple threat you know Ambrose Reigns Lesnar i I'm, if you're talking swerve if you're talking something happening you know that's obviously where where you got to call it something something happening a, a heel turn a run in something's going to happen with that triple threat uh, that that that's a fairly easy prediction to make uh, as far as your guys' predictions so far for the matches, I- I'm I'm pretty much in line with you guys. I think uh, Kalisto is going to retain. I I think that's going to be an entertaining match. Uh, I'm also looking forward to AJ Styles Jericho because as we all know, their initial match, you know, was. <sighs> it- it's hard for me to say let down because just the fact that you saw you know AJ Styles come on Raw was a, a-, a real big pop for a lot of people. But, you know, let's face it, it was not their best, uh, their best. And I definitely attribute that to uh, AJ's greenness in a WWE ring. Now that they've kind of got that worked out and, you know, they've had some action, I'm really looking, you know, I'm calling that match to probably, you know, be the sleeper match of the night right there. What do you think?
1: Um, Well, you know, I mean, to me, like, anytime you get two guys like that that are so uh, skilled, uh, yeah, you you know, they definitely could come out there and steal the show. I agree with you. I think their match is a letdown. There was a lot of talk online that, that, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, you hear the names Jericho and AJ Styles and you wanted it to be a classic and you almost like, to me at least, I feel like certain fans just willed it to be better than it was. I didn't think it was good um you know was it an absolute clunker no cuz those guys are talented but uh you know a lot of that match uh, seemed off and i would think that if 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 some of us saw that um you know we're not the only fans that thought that things were off that odds are both AJ Styles and Chris Jericho realized that something was just off and to get a little more comfortable with each other in the ring. And now to be coming out on a pay-per-view. The pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Both these guys you know, are well aware of the stage that they're going to be on. To me, if they're ever going to put it together, uh, this would be the night. So, yeah, I'm looking for the two of them to you know, almost recognize, hey, we didn't give everyone our best work the last times we've been in the ring together. We're going to bring it tonight. So I do think, yes, you're looking at a potential uh, show stealer uh, in that match. Um, And one of those things where if it's not a show stealer or if it's off, you know, you you wonder, you know, is AJ Styles going to get his timing in a WWE ring? I got to admit, though, and and again, I've said this before, I'll say it again, uh, with AJ Styles and building his character in the WWE, I got to hand it to The Miz. I think The Miz has done a nice job uh helping uh aj styles get over um miz is great at at being an asshole um he's done it really well and we all know aj styles his strong point is not talking um and for miz to be as obnoxious as he's been i think has helped aj styles a lot um so i i think it's going to be interesting i think it's going to be one of those things that uh the crowd is going to be behind and uh you know, Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see a definitive heel turn out of Jericho tonight. Uh, I'm going to reserve uh, my prediction on who's going to win just yet. But, uh, Dave, I'm curious, your thoughts. Uh, do you think this match uh, has got show stealer potential?
2: Absolutely. And, you know, to, to, your, to, to, to both your points, I do agree with you in that the first match was a little bit of a letdown. I think it started off kind of shoddy, uh, the timing was off. It picked up a little bit, but it wasn't the match that you would expect. I thought their second match on SmackDown was much better. Um, they, they, they they had a little more time, and I think that they had gotten used to each other a little better. Like I said, the second match was much better than the first. I think pay-per-view match. They're going to go out there. I think they're going to tear it up. I, I I do think they are going to steal the show. Um, and you know, I'll reserve my predictions for for you know. Later on this particular match But um you know it's still early In the AJ Styles run with WWE You gotta remember I mean You know he's he's only been here for a month So you gotta give it some time And Jericho not being a full time Guy anymore not saying that he doesn't keep himself In shape but you know he'd been Playing rock star on the Road for the better part of a year Before he came back to WWE To wrestle full time again So uh you know, it, it, I think it was a comment. I think the first match was a combination of both guys feeling each other out, and not really being comfortable just yet. It takes a little time. So, very optimistic that tonight's tonight's affair will be much different than the previous two. More so the first one than the second one.
4: Yeah, and uh, and before I go, if there if there's one one match on the card that I gotta say is going to be for, at least for me. And disappointingly, snow, disappointingly so the snooze fest. I got to call uh, right back. Big Show and Kane versus the Wyatt family. Uh, I just I had to make this point simply because I'm a big fan of the Wyatts. I, I love their characters. I love the way they're developed, and it just seems right now that creative is just stumbling all over the place, trying to find uh, somewhere, some place for those guys to be. So now you're going to throw them against, you know, the big guys of the, of the WWE. That's, uh, it, it, I thought the the, the reasoning and the buildup was subpar. I, I, I just, I really want to see creative do something with the Wyatt family that is entertaining because I think those guys to me, they could probably, they could easily be the, 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 the biggest heel faction, the most, dastardly heel faction that we've seen in a long time uh, you know li- likening you know back days back to the ministry and stuff and stuff Ooh. like that but uh, you know i'm a big bray fan i'm a big Wyatt family fan i just hope to see creative you know really step up their game and actually do something with these guys
1: i i honestly think that this is kind of one of those matches and dave i want to get your reaction too on this i i think it's kind of a Ah, jeez, I mean, with no disrespect intended, kind of a throwaway for the Wyatt's to uh dispatch these these three giants um to look like absolute world beaters to head into something more substantial uh for WrestleMania, um whether that's uh Lesnar or uh something else. Um but I do think that's kind of they're going to dispatch of these three um, to kind of have something bigger uh, for WrestleMania. So that's I'm 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 agreeing with you. Like I like the Wyatts. So I think they they need to do something substantial with them. Um, I I think this match is going to be one of those things. that's going to be a stepping stone. I agree with you. I'm not looking like at this match. This is not going to be any sort of five star classic. Uh, but hopefully this is going to lead to something. Uh, substantial for the why it's heading towards WrestleMania. Your thoughts, Dave? I agree
2: with both of you on different points. I agree with you, Rocky, that the build has not been the greatest for this, and I agree with you, Ken, that this match is a stepping stone to launch them into something uh, more substantial for WrestleMania. I think this match is more importantly done for the purpose of building up Braun Strowman as this next big monster, Um, and I think he's going to have a deciding factor in the finish tonight. I'll go on record and say that I think that you know he's going to somehow uh, choke out Big Show or pin Show or do something to to get the victory for the Wyatt family. Reason why I'm saying Big Show, it would make him look even stronger by taking out Big Show, and it would also add more heat to him because I think Big Show, since if you watch the Stone Cold podcast, uh, you know his his character, well not his character, but the human being himself, Paul White, the Big Show, um, you saw you got a lot more sympathy for him after hearing his story. Um and I think that's gonna breed some I think the, the the aftermath of that interview with Steve Austin on the network the other night is going to uh give breed some new life into his into his ten thousand ten thousand baby face run that he's had in in WWE. Um but yeah I think this is a tool to really help build Braun Strowman as a monster um and the next big monster in WWE for years to come. So my prediction. And there yeah. you
1: have it. Rocky, thanks a lot for the phone call. Great stuff as always. And uh look forward to you talking to you soon. Yeah. All right, guys. Have fun. Take it easy, brother. And let's let's stick with the phones. Let's go back out of the phone calls. We got Mike who is on the line. Let's get Mike up. Mike, how you doing tonight? Good, man. Just getting ready for uh for fast lane as we
3: take the fast lane to WrestleMania. I can't uh I can't wait. I think tonight's gonna be great and I think it's gonna be full of surprises and uh we're gonna get to see some great wrestling tonight.
1: Yeah, like like Rocky was saying, I think that we're looking at a a decent card. We're looking at a match for match, uh maybe aside from the Wyatt's uh match. Um I mean that could be fun. A lot of large bodies in the ring uh for that match. But yeah, I think we're looking at um some quality matchups tonight and definitely looking at uh, you know, pointing us in that direction of WrestleMania. So hopefully get some uh set up or some uh, clues as to what the card is going to look like at WrestleMania.
3: Yeah, because we don't uh yeah, cuz you never know uh what's going to happen. The uh the match that I'm looking forward to I, I'm not looking forward to Ziggler's and Owens match for the fiftieth time again. Um I think Creative is just dropping the ball. It's enough that we've seen them 'em. I've seen them enough of wrestling. Um I, I, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the main event. I think Brock Lesnar versus uh you know, the in the three uh, the three way is gonna tell a story.
1: The uh, the main event?
3: Yeah, I think it's gonna tell a story, I think. I think this is it. This is you know, we I have a funny feeling that Roman Reigns is gonna win. I have a funny feeling that the Wyatt's are gonna do something with Brosh Lesnar and who knows what's gonna go on in inside of Dean Ambrose's head.
1: So I'm kinda of curious with you, like when when you speculate on now the, the main event and uh you know a lot of people are speculating that Roman Reigns is going to win. Uh I'm curious your thoughts on how is that going to play out, especially with you know, you got the beast incarnate that's seemingly unbeatable and, and Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose are, are the best of friends. Uh I mean do you see uh, interference? Do you see uh a Dean Ambrose heel turn? Do you see a Reigns heel turn? Is there anything uh quirky that you think might happen in this triple threat? Uh Roman Reigns heel turn, no. Uh
3: Dean Ambrose a heel turn could be, possibly, yes. Uh and interference, I think the Wyatt's are gonna be going for Brock Lesnar. I think they wanna take out the big big brass, and Brock Lesnar is big, so I think that's what they're gonna do. And also I heard a rumor at WrestleMania that they wanna definitely do uh Triple H versus Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, I mean that's been the rumor for, for a while with the two of them. It's just it's intriguing to, you know, wonder, you know, how the crowd is gonna respond to uh Roman Reigns in in that role. Um, is there any like as far as I mean you talk about triple threat, is there any other matches that you're really looking forward to on the card tonight? Maybe uh something yeah. you think is going to be a potential show stealer?
3: Well, I mean but, uh, um sure, I was gonna say thanks, but Charlotte Charlotte versus um Bree is gonna be really good. I think Bree is really good. I think people don't give Bree um credit. I think Bree deserves a lot of credit. Yes, Nikki Nikki is the better wrestler, but I think Bree um has a lot of potential. And uh Charlotte she's a show stealer and she and she has the Hall of Famer out there with her. Um, you know, so that I mean there's nothing more I could say about Ric Flair that we haven't already said.
1: I'm curious your thoughts. Like, do you like Ric Flair with Charlotte right now? I love Ric
3: Flair with Charlotte. Woo! I love <laughs> Ric Flair. Ric Flair is a uh, Ric Flair is a great guy with with Charlotte. He he brings he brings a lot to Charlotte's character. You know, um, she's uh she. You know, obviously she's a great wrestler, and and she doesn't use the figure four, which is great. She uses the figure eight. So, I I think it works.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I like the figure eight too. I mean, it's it's a figure four with a bridge, but you know, <laughs> um, you know, call it something else, whatever. It's it's cool, uh, and I, I agree with you. I think that should be uh, an entertaining matchup, uh, you know, for the the Divas Championship. You think uh, Charlotte wins that match?
3: I think Brie wins. I think I think Brie's going to win because there are rumblings that she's going to be getting ready to retire after WrestleMania.
1: Do so you think Bree walks out of here with the Divas Championship tonight?
3: I I think she does. I think this is it. This is Bree's chance. This is her moment to shine.
1: Uh, it's interesting stuff. Bold prediction there. Mike, as always, thanks for the phone call. and uh, We'll talk tomorrow night. We'll see if our predictions came to fruition. Thanks a lot for the phone yeah. call. Talk to you then.
3: Well, you got it. Hey, we got a post show coming up. I got my post show tonight. I'm going to have on... Uh, Dave the Handyman, and I'm going to have a wrestler um, on my show tonight. Uh, Sincere, the Black Sister is going to be on my show, so we're going to go over all the winnings and the losings, and uh, it's going to be great, and that's Totally Driven Entertainment Network, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow night.
1: Thanks, Abra. Take it easy. Thank and you. And there buddy. you have it. Stuff from the wonderful mind of Mike Ferrara, and uh, you know, it's it's intriguing, and he talked about it. He talked about the, the immortal Ric Flair uh, in the corner of Charlotte. Ric Flair being around. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it taking away from Charlotte, or is it pushing, pushing Charlotte's star to, to new heights? Who knows? We're going to get into that right after the break, as well as the rest of the pay-per-view a lot more. Uh, predictions as well and speculation of what we see happening at tonight's Fastlane But what we do each and every month we do these pay-per-view shows We give you a little history So without further ado, it's time for Dave and his pay-per-view throwback Good evening class
2: Tis the season that we are reminded by almost every WWE superstar that it's WrestleMania season as they point at the sign hanging above any given arena, showcasing their intentions that they are going to WrestleMania. Class, tonight's lesson plan was re- a rather tricky one to concoct, but have no fear, you're not off the hook that easy. Tonight's lesson plan is simple and to the point. Tonight, I plan on merging the pay-per-view throwback lesson plan with the best damn pro wrestling news report in wrestling podcast history, the day Five Fifty Fifty. Normally, I'd report... On the top five stories in pro wrestling on a weekly basis here at the Ken Reedy Show. However, tonight I educate you on the top five number one contenders matches to have taken place in the month of February on pay per view in WWE. Matches that have set the tone for memorable and quite possibly controversial WrestleMania Championship matches in WWE history. Now, with only one fast lane event in the books taking place last year, couldn't give you a detailed history on circumstances surrounding the history of the event. Ironically enough, last year's inaugural Fastlane event was headlined by Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, vying for a WWE World Heavyweight Championship title match against Brock Lesnar at last year's WrestleMania 31. A trend that seemed to continue following previous pay-per-view incarnations. A trend that has continued with tonight's Fastlane event, and ironically enough, one half of last year's main event will make up a third of tonight's main event, as Roman Reigns looks to make it two years in a row that he headlines the main event of WrestleMania. But he has to go through an individual who he headlined last year's WrestleMania with in Brock Lesnar and his on-screen best friend, Dean Ambrose. But before we get there, let's throw back, if you will, and open up the history books. Coming in at number five, 1996, In Your House, Rage in the Cage. Royal Rumble winner Shawn Michaels looked to be on his way to his first run as the man in WWE, but first he had to exact revenge on that particular road to WrestleMania by putting the King of Hearts, Owen Hart, out to pasture in his quest for WWE gold. Now Michaels, who was taken out of action with a deadly kick to the back of the head three months prior, courtesy of the youngest Hart, wanted a piece of him so bad that he was willing to risk his WrestleMania title shot and put that on the line in order to exact the revenge he so richly deserved. Once the bell rang, a technical wrestling masterpiece was on display, to which many knew the quality of the match wouldn't disappoint. In the end, Michaels was victorious and marched to the main event of WrestleMania, triumphantly defeating Owens' brother, Bret the Hitman Hart, for the WWE title in what many call the greatest Iron Man match in WWE history. Coming in at number four, a personal favorite of mine, one I was witness to in my hometown of Hartford, Connecticut, No Way Out, the year 2000. Royal Rumble winner The Rock was forced to defend his WrestleMania title shot against The Big Show following the controversial finish to the Royal Rumble match, which Big Show felt The Rock did not win. By the time the bell rang, this match turned into an all-out brawl. Big Show's physical dominance had taken a toll on The Great One, But that didn't stop him from fighting the good fight as The Rock fought back, giving the people hope. Until an argument between referees Tim White and Earl Hebner brought the match to a complete halt. Hebner had taken the proverbial referee bump earlier in the match, causing White to appear to continue referee duties. As both officials were arguing over a call made during the match, the famous tune of No Chance in Hell rang through the hallowed halls of the Hartford Civic Center to a huge eruption as Shane McMahon made his way to the ring in hopes of solving this problem. While the referees began to brawl at the ringside area, Shane O'Mac made his intentions known and shockingly nailed the rock with a chair, helping the big show with the victory and a title shot at WrestleMania. What followed was the most convoluted, dysfunctional, and controversial main events in WrestleMania history, and not in a good way, I might add. With a McMahon in every corner, Triple H successfully defended his championship with his bride, Stephanie, by his side as he defeated the Big Show, accompanied by Shane, a retired Mick Foley, who had the support of Linda McMahon, therefore he was unretired, and The Rock, who was backed by the chairman Vince McMahon, or so he thought, as the evil boss did what he thought was right and helped keep the family together by helping his son-in-law retain the WWE Championship with a swift chair shot to the skull. The rock let's fast forward to 2008 at number three no way out the smackdown elimination chamber match for a shot at the world heavyweight championship at wrestlemania 24 finley batista mvp the great colleague big daddy v and the undertaker locked inside satan's vacation home the elimination chamber one of the more brutal chamber matches in history, saw Undertaker and Batista respectfully dominate the rest of the field in their quest to not only tear each other apart, but earn another opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship that both men were screwed out of by the champion edge in the months leading up to this match. Bodies laid everywhere in the chamber, inside broken pods. The action even made its way outside of the chamber at one point. You saw bodies flying off the top of the chamber, all in quest the world heavyweight championship title opportunity in the end taker and batista reignited their classic rivalry with a bloody undertaker sealing batista's fate with a tombstone pile driver for the victory undertaker made good on this victory as he dethroned edge at wrestlemania 24 the following month in what many call the most underrated wrestlemania main event of all time coming in at number two this match didn't actually take place on pay-per-view in the month of February, but on an edition of Monday Night Raw. I know, I know. I told you that I would highlight February pay-per-view number one contender matches, but I wouldn't be a good instructor if I had, if I left this forgotten gem out, even if it involves a man I can't stand for many reasons. CM Punk. It was February of 2013. We saw the former WWE Champion CM Punk challenge John Cena for his WrestleMania title opportunity in a near 40-minute Matt classic that rivals some of their previous encounters. Coming off of two back-to-back losses to The Rock, Punk was on a mission to make it to the main event of the big dance, while Cena's mission was to redeem himself from the previous year. Hold for hold, move for move, counter after counter, near falls left and right. This match is regarded as one of the best matches on Raw in the last decade probably the second-best match in the Punk-Cena rivalry behind the historic 2011 Money in the Bank pay-per-view title match from Punk's hometown of Chicago, where on that night, Punk was victorious. However, in this cold February night in 2013, the results were far different, as Cena stood toe-to-toe with the IWC's Golden Boy, CM Punk, to go on to WrestleMania 29 to defeat WWE champion The Rock and redeem himself from the loss he suffered a year prior. To the great one. And at number one comes one of the most anticipated matches in history at that time. It was the 1999 St. Valentine's Day Massacre event, where we bear witness to a massacre of a beating taken by the chairman himself, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, inside a solid steel cage against his most hated nemesis, Stone Cold Steve Austin. The previous month, McMahon won the Royal Rumble match with a little bit of help from WWE champion The Rock, eliminating the Texas Rattlesnake. The following evening on Raw, McMahon had forfeited his WrestleMania title opportunity. What came after was the beginning of the end for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. WWE commissioner at the time, the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, via satellite, gladly accepted the forfeit. But he awarded the WrestleMania title shot to the runner-up, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin, who was also via satellite with Michaels, willingly put his final shot up for grabs in a cage match against McMahon in hopes he could finally get his hands on the guy who's made his life a living hell for over a year. You remember that old saying, you only hurt the ones you love? On this night, Austin must have really loved Vince McMahon because he wasted no time in using every part of that steel cage to punish him. Even following a fall from the top of the cage onto the announcer's table and being carried down on a stretcher didn't stop the thing from showing McMahon some of that love i made mention of earlier. A surprise appearance from under the ring by the debuting Big Show didn't stop Austin from victory either. In fact, it helped catapult him to WrestleMania. Literally, as Big Show launched Austin into the steel cage, thus opening the structure, leaving Austin to escape to victory. What followed was the first of three classic WrestleMania encounters between these two individuals as Stone Cold regained the WWE Championship from The Rock at WrestleMania 15. Fast forward 17 years later, the landscape has drastically changed. The fan base has even changed a bit. But the one constant that stays the same is that all roads leading to WrestleMania are as important as they have ever been. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Dean Ambrose. One of these men will leave tonight with a title opportunity at Triple H and the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 32. Reigns and Lesnar are both familiar with WrestleMania title matches, but to Ambrose, if he wins tonight, it's going to be foreign territory. Does WWE creative pick the sure thing in Brock Lesnar? Do they go against the grain known as the current fan base and continue the rise of the Roman Empire? Or does the popular vote come into play and does the heavy crowd favorite in Dean Ambrose dance on the big stage at WrestleMania 32 with Triple H? Either way, the events following tonight's main event could have a major impact creatively on this year's WrestleMania, especially with the current state of injuries that have plagued this roster. As, cl- as cliche as this may sound, tonight we do head into the fast lane towards Dallas, Texas and AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania
1: 32.
2: Class. Thank you so very much. You are indeed
1: dismissed. And great stuff as always. We get a little bit of a history, uh, not only fast lane, but pay per views that have happened in the month of February as we get set for uh fast lane tonight. And, you know, as I teased uh before we went into break and went to the uh the pay per view throwback, uh Rick Flair. Essentially he is his daughter's valet these days. Uh good thing or bad thing. Uh this is an interesting uh matchup here at the ladies. Um you know, Brie Bella, obviously Brie Bella is is in a uh, favorable position right now, being married to Daniel Bryan. I would expect uh a lot of yes chance tonight for Daniel Bryan and, and for Dan for for Brie Bella. Um you know, and I tease a little bit. You know, is Ric Flair a good thing or a bad thing for Charlotte? And, and I gotta say, with with no disrespect at all uh, towards Ric Flair, I, I'm not enjoying this right now with him. Um, I love Rick. I love what Flair brings to the table. I, this is gonna sound horrible, and and I, I hate saying it, but uh, at times I just look at Rick, and he just he just seems like some crazy old man that's just. Uh, I don't know, maybe hanging on too long. I know that the you know you hear people in the biz say he needs the money, and that's what they have him doing. Um, I get it, and I get you know as a father to be with your daughter out there doing all this. I mean that's cool too. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know uh, if I am digging the the Ric Flair in Charlotte's corner. Um, you know, and it's intriguing with, with it all. Uh, you know, all being equal, I would predict definitively. Charlotte's gonna retain, especially uh with the uh you know, WrestleMania looming. Uh I, I expect Charlotte to be defending that title at WrestleMania. Um however on the other side of the coin, the crowd is going to be uh more behind uh Brie Bella than maybe they would have been uh beforehand, uh being again married to Daniel Bryan. So it's um it's interesting. It's one of those things that I do wonder do we get a Brie Bella victory? Um, in some way without winning the title Does uh, Flair cause a disqualification um, So we get that Feel good yes chant um, I, I'm, I'm kind of refraining just yet David giving my definitive prediction But it's weird because I wouldn't be surprised If Bree wins But I think it makes sense storytelling For Charlotte to be holding on to that title um, So for a ladies match Especially it's a little tougher for me to call
2: well in regards to your your, your your feelings on Blair and Charlotte being together, their association, I wasn't a big fan of it at first, um, but I'm kinda okay with it now, only because Blair really he hasn't gotten too involved in terms of like overshadowing her and her spotlight, which I think has been good. They've been letting her do the talking, he's just kind of there as like an arm piece, maybe to add a little more credibility in name being with her. Um on the other hand, there are times and moments where you disagree that he, you know, you, you don't like the fact that he's he, he comes out and he acts like a crazy old man. I think some of that's done on purpose because I think at some point in the, in the very near future we will see um, Charlotte break away from her father because he's the crazy old man that's trying to latch on to her and still trying to hold on to that piece of the limelight. I think we're going to kind of see some of that exposed in the storyline um perfect case in point was how Becky Lynch got the title shot at the Royal Rumble uh that was due to Flair um goaded into that by her i think we're going to see a little bit more of that with with them in the coming weeks heading into WrestleMania um so i think in that sense if he plays the crazy old man role and and kind of interferes in his in his in his daughter's business dealings as champion that it will tell a, it would it would tell a better story for when she does break off from him when she does break off from him it'll get her more heat because everyone cheers Rick Flair's woo every time he comes out so i mean the, the people love flair no matter even if he's trying to play a bad guy they still love him uh so i think in that sense it will help um i think the whole thing with Bree Bella kind of the, the the positive feel good reaction that Daniel Bryan's retirement has gotten She's kind of piggybacked off of that a little bit, which I don't blame WWE management and creative for doing that. Um, It it helps make her even more sympathetic. Um, It would not surprise me if we saw a title win from her. Now, here's a scenario that I think would be fitting for the women's division and for things moving forward. I mean, it's been publicized that she's looking to leave soon. Um, She had that Good Morning America interview where she talked about possibly leaving uh, before the summer's over. Um, I mean, who knows what that timetable is? But nonetheless, um, let's say this this is what I and and this came from a listener, one of our listeners who I who I know very well. He has had a conversation. This is a third-hand account. He had a conversation with somebody I know about this scenario, and he thought that Brie would win the championship tonight and retire as the Divas Champion. And at WrestleMania, they reintroduced the WWE Women's Championship with Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha in, in that match to really brand it as women's wrestler. And if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, Brie and her sister Nikki, the Bellas, they've built their own brand on WWE, but they've always been associated with that term diva. And I think it would make sense maybe if, if she were to leave and retire, she kind of retire that belt and that term with her if she is eventually going to leave, um, which which kind of makes sense conventional wisdom here i'm thinking that charlotte's going to defeat brie bella bella has got a little bit of positive momentum behind her because of her husband's retirement and the people are, are getting behind her because of that um so therefore it will add more heat onto charlotte heading into wrestlemania with her as the champion she beat the retired guy's wife pretty badly and and the people want to see her get her clock cleaned, and it and in hopes that Sasha or Becky or even both beat the crap out of her at WrestleMania. So if you want my prediction, I'll go on the table. I'll say Charlotte's winning
1: and, it. And I'm going to agree with you. And I, and I think that scenario with the ladies' title uh, could play out at some point. It could play out later. It wouldn't shock me at all if we have something. Um, you know, I think the feel good as, as you were talking, and I was thinking. Uh, you know, perhaps the feel good moment uh tonight is you know, Charlotte wins, but in some way, shape or form Bree uh cleans house after the match and, and facilitates a yes chant. Um uh, but it wouldn't shock me if however we go into WrestleMania, I mean maybe we have a, a four way match and we have Bree, Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha, and we have Daniel Bryan in Bree's corner, uh to bring to bring him into WrestleMania I mean I could see something like that And then who knows Maybe down the road a piece before SummerSlam uh, She announces her retirement Retiring uh, that Divas Championship uh, Maybe at SummerSlam Who knows uh, It's something that we could see happen um, But I think right now It's just too early for us to see Charlotte lose that belt um, I, I want to see Charlotte With that belt heading into WrestleMania Having a nice uh, substantial run with that belt And uh, we'll see what happens at Wrestlemania So we'll agree right there Charlotte uh, with the victory Let's get into some of these other matchups Yeah I mean we kind of You know without predicting the match We kind of predicted the match Uh, We both kind of were like Yeah you know the Wyatts uh, Look for bigger things for them Coming coming towards Wrestlemania So we didn't officially say This is our prediction But I think we both kind of said The Wyatts are winning this match Um I, you know, th- th- we might have a match where, uh, you know, maybe we get some plunder, baby, if you will. A um, lot of big bodies in this match, uh, a lot of potential for some uh, cool strength moves and what have you. But uh, also a lot of potential for this to be a cluster f. Um, this again, not a match going to be a needle mover. Maybe some fun strength moves. Uh, as far as predictions that I'm going to make tonight. Uh, there aren't many of them, if any, predictions that I am more secure with than predicting that the Wyatt's are going to be victorious against Ryback, Big Show, and Kane. So I, I you know, again, Dave, we didn't officially say, it, but I, I'm pretty certain you're in agreement here.
2: I am. I think, like I said, I think this match is a tool to really build up Braun Strowman as a future monster in WWE, and having him do it against couple of monsters like Big Show and Kane I think is going to be really really helpful for his character there are rumors there were rumors of him in Undertaker but now there are rumors of him being a part of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and possibly winning that match to really establish himself and I think right now we're just on the verge of seeing um, uh, a monster in the making so to speak you know Vince is really big into big guys and he got a very big, intimidating look. He doesn't have a whole lot of skills so far, but neither did Big Show when he first started, and look what Big Show has become now. So it, Rome wasn't built today, but I think we're seeing the beginning stages of the the, the build of uh, Braun Strowman as the future big man, big monster in WWE, and I think that starts tonight.
1: I agree with you. I think there's a lot of potential there with Strowman. When you hear the rumors, and that was what was a shame Uh, You know, when you hear the rumors about him versus Taker and then people are all like crapping all over it, um, you know, again, if Taker was younger and gives Strowman a few years, I mean, that may have been a match that would have a a lot of potential, but it's just one of those things that it's just, I think Strowman has got a a huge upside uh, to where he could go. Just when you hear those rumors against Taker for WrestleMania, he's not ready for that. Uh, But he's a monster. He's a big, uh, you know, in-shape-looking guy, uh, strong as hell, uh, big upside with him. So, um, yeah, I would love to see them build him. But, you know, do it the right way. Build them slowly. Let the guy learn. Let the guy get his feet under him. Let him really establish himself before you thrust him into a main event before he's ready. I mean, because that's the thing in wrestling, man. You can do it. And, excuse me, regardless of size uh, Strength uh, You know, if you take a guy That's not ready Skill-wise, character-wise And there might be a lot of potential But if they're not ready To take that next step And you push them anyway You may screw them up For their entire career They might very well be done Because they're not ready to be put in that position And it would just be the wrong move To push him that 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 early. And you see it all the time. You see it in the WWE. You see it on the independent scene sometimes where guys have it in their head that someone's going to be a star and they're just not ready to be that. So hopefully they pump the brakes a little bit with Strowman, pull it back a little bit, let this guy build, let him him become the character he's going to become, and then move him up into that if not main event, close to main event status. Moving on to some of the other matches. I think we're also in agreement, Dave, that uh, this six-man, big-man tag match, uh, not not going to be a show-stealer, uh, secure in that <laughs> position. Uh, Agreed. But some matches that, uh, let's get into some matches that could potentially be show-stealers, one of which, you know, and I get, you know, Mike called us and said, you know, and uh, I think Rocky alluded to it as well, uh, Owen Ziegler, um, you know, again, and I, there's a lot of repetition on his pay-per-view. However, especially with Owens, I feel like Owens is a guy that has a a sixth sense about being on a big stage, about knowing the moment. Um, Ziggler, skilled uh, professional in there. Um, I'm not saying this is going to be a show stealer, but it's got a lot of potential. And I feel like on Fastlane, going towards WrestleMania, WrestleMania season, all the stuff, the cliches, that I've been throwing at you all night. I think this could be potentially a show stealer. I'm looking for these guys to put on a kick-ass match. I'm looking for these guys to actually give us some false finishes where we really do believe that is gonna come away with the victory. I think Owens retains. I think it's the right move. It's a smart move. I don't know what exactly to do with Ziegler at this point. Um I like him. He's skilled. Uh you know, maybe it is like HBK said, is his Twitter numbers spike every time Ziggler's on the screen uh, because Ziggler is, is uh, kind of a Michael's ripoff, and maybe he needs to change the repertoire a little bit. But that does not take away from the physical gifts that Ziggler has. Very skilled, uh, good look, good good skill in the ring. Uh, you know, he can talk a bit, but um, tonight's not his night as far as I go. I think there's potential in this matchup to be kind of a show stealer. Uh, depending on how much time they're given. Owens, six cents of the, the big moment. So I'm looking forward to this match. I think it's going to be a fun match. Owens retains the title, Dave.
2: I think so, too. I think it's going to be a great match. Both styles really mesh well together. Um, they've had exciting matches uh, ever, since they've got, ever since they've hooked up on TV, not just recently but in the past few months, too. Uh, so I can definitely see this being a potential show stealer. I could see this probably opening up the pay-per-view match card. Uh, but Owens just got the title. I can't see Ziggler taking the title from him. It would be a shock if he did. Um, Ziggler, I'm not saying he's super over with the audience. I think his popularity has 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 dwindled a little bit. But he doesn't – you're not going to kill him any more than he's already been hurt creatively. Um, by him losing to Owens tonight. So uh, I think we see bigger things for Owens at WrestleMania. They see a lot in him, which is good, because he's not their stereotypical type of guy they look at. So, uh, you know, I I think we'll see Owens with the victory um, retain the intercontinental title and bigger things for him at WrestleMania. And who knows, maybe Ziggler will be a part of that too, because Ziggler's a, a, a reliable, good hand. Uh And somebody that can put on some kick ass matches, so I'm sure that he'll be a part of the uh the intercontinental title picture moving forward, but yeah, always with the victory,
1: yeah so it's good. I mean we're looking at a match, and I think that's uh got a lot of potential to be uh you know quite a show stealer and uh you know good hands in the ring and and I like this idea i like you know I hope they continue to move forward with this because I think you have the potential to create a title picture surrounding uh, the Intercontinental Championship and and I and I like the looks of it and I and I like Owens uh with this belt. I like him being a, a mid-card champion. I think it's a really, really good spot for him and a good spot to uh you know feed him some baby faces to help uh you know put some baby faces over. So looking forward to this matchup and it was discussed with our callers before another potential show stealer uh AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. Uh, another match, I, I look for these guys to really be fully aware of the stage that they're on tonight, of uh, the, the season being the WrestleMania season. Um, uh, AJ Styles realizing that this he is a newbie, but a, a potential main eventer in the midst of WrestleMania season wrestling a future Hall of Famer. Uh, I can't imagine A.J. Styles is not keenly aware of that. Uh, Jericho has discussed how much he wants to help put other guys over. He is keenly aware of his responsibility with A.J. Styles tonight. On a pay-per-view, I expect both these guys to bring it and bring it hard. I think we're going to get a really exciting matchup. I think tonight is going to finally be what we are hoping to see from these two guys. I think we're going to see... I don't want to say a classic, but I think we're going to see something really, really good from these these two guys. Um, if not, if we don't see it, it may be either AJ needs some more seasoning with the WWE style of doing things, or maybe just AJ and, and Jericho just don't have in-ring chemistry. But I'm I'm going to say that I'm I'm going to go with the positive. And I think these guys are going to put on uh, an absolutely great match. Um, I think we got potential of a if not a full-on Jericho heel turn, of uh, uh, potentially really moving in that direction uh, of being a definitive heel, uh, but uh, my prediction tonight, uh, especially they, they've invested too much time and energy. They they brought him in with a lot of pomp and circumstance. Uh, you know, on fast lane now, his first singles match on a pay per view. Uh, I'd be shocked if AJ Styles does not come out victorious. Unless we have some screwy finish with a double DQ or a double count out or something, uh, I, I don't think there's any way AJ loses this match. So I'm going to go with AJ Styles with the victory in an absolutely, unequivocally show stealing matchup. Your thoughts?
2: I think it's going to be bell to bell. I think it's going to be uh, a match. For, for this is his first singles pay per view match, so I think this is gonna be very telling what we're gonna see in the future for AJ Styles moving forward. Uh I'm gonna go on record as saying I think that he's going to win this match. I think he needs the win. Uh Jericho's a part timer. Jericho comes and goes and you know, he he suffered from losses before and, and not suffered but he is he has bounced back from losses before and this is going to be no different. I think this loss could signal um, his heel turn. Um, not not exactly tonight, but maybe we could see it resonate begin tomorrow evening. But whatever the case is, um, we're gonna we're gonna see a fantastic match tonight, in my opinion. AJ Styles with the victory.
1: There you go. Like so, we're both on board with that. We are lots of agreement going on tonight. I'm curious, Dave, your thoughts on. You know, we have one of the things we didn't talk about, and maybe we get a match or something added tonight, but uh, we will have an edition of the Cutting Edge Peep Show, which just (laughs) so doesn't sound PG. But yes, Edge and Christian hosting the Cutting Edge Peep Show. I think that was a place that used to be on 42nd Street back in the day before Giuliani cleaned up Manhattan, but I digress. Um, The New Day special guests on uh, Edge and Christian show. Um again with Edge and Christian and you know, a lot of the New Day antics remind me a lot of of the, the vibe. Not necessarily like direct uh copies, but the vibe that Edge and Christian uh would give. I, 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 I there's a lot of similarities there. So I think this is gonna be a very funny segment. Uh I think it's gonna be very entertaining. Um, you know, do we see a match, uh, made out of this segment some way, shape or form? Uh, what do you think we see tonight on the cutting edge peep show?
2: Well, I agree with you. I do think that there are some similarities between new day and edge and Christian and how they, how new day has been built up and how edge and Christian basically they morphed into being the the characters that, that they were as a, as a unit, um, I do I do believe we'll see a match tonight. I truly believe we will see some, some kind of match um, come out of this. Obviously not with Edge and Christian because they're both retired. Um, but the rumor I'm hearing, and I've been hearing this rumor for a few weeks now, is that uh, NXT's Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy um, have been working live events, dark matches, TV tapings, and their call-up to the main roster is imminent. Um there's a chance we may see maybe them get involved somehow in this segment tonight um, with New Day. I don't know if it's going to lead to anything uh, with them at WrestleMania. However, um, speaking of WrestleMania and New Day, I find it very interesting that they've kind of paired them up with Edge and Christian in this you know talk show segment. And just recently they have turned the Dudley's heel and they kind of bounced on and be on the Usos and the Usos style is very similar to the Hardys and Wrestlemania is coming up I mean I know that this is very far fetched but I've been saying this for a long time I think we could see a New Day Dudley's Usos um, tables ladders and chairs match at uh, Wrestlemania hell maybe if Enzo and Cass debut tonight they somehow are involved in the mix but um, I'm not going to make any predictions because I really don't know what could be scheduled if there's a match or not but I'm I'm expecting some highly entertaining stuff with Edge and Christian and the New Day. Of course Edge and Christian's show debuts tonight on the network immediately following Fast Lane. So uh it should be some entertaining stuff. I've I've been digging New Day ever since they they really you know transformed their personas into what they are now and uh you know we'll see what happens but yeah that that It's it's a talk show segment on a wrestling pay-per-view, so I can't expect it to go too long.
1: Right, and and, you know, in all honesty, I mean, obviously this is a tool uh, to put over Edge and Christian's new show on the network. So I get it. That's, uh, you know, part of the rationale behind this as as well. Um, But again, I feel like it's going to be something entertaining. It's going to be fun uh you know new day has been uh, great and, and and like we just we just stated that uh you know edge and christian uh you know very similar you know new day looks like uh on a lot of levels were probably heavily influenced uh by edge and christian so should be some fun stuff on uh <laughs> every time like i say at the cutting edge peep show I'm just like just you know it it's just saying it out loud you know and i when i saw it in writing and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. They can they combine their, uh, you know, their two shows and they put it. Then when I say it out loud, I'm like, wow, it just it just sounds like a, you know, a, when you're driving like and you, you go down some like you know, nasty side road somewhere and there's like this, uh, what what appears to be a shack and it turns out to be a gentleman's club, you know, <laughs> and it's all the the cutting edge peep show. It's like, ooh, should we stop off there for a drink? Anyway, I digress. The matchup, the pre-show matchup, uh, best two out of three falls between Alberto Del Rio and Callisto is now underway on the pre-show with uh, Alberto Del Rio, the early advantage on Callisto. No pinfalls as of yet, so we will keep you posted. My God, Alberto Del Rio just ripped, uh, I guess it would be the tail, the tail portion of Callisto's mask, just ripped it off and threw it out into the crowd. He's just a mean some bitch. Um, but that's going on right now. Again, no pinfalls as of yet, as we get into right now we are in agreement in all of our matches, all the matches on tonight's fast lane pay per view. Again, and we're looking at this pay per view to be uh, you know, again, on paper. It looks like we're gonna have some pretty solid matchups, uh, maybe aside from the Wyatt's versus uh the other three big guys. Um But so far, just to recap our predictions, uh, for this matchup, we are predicting Kalisto to retain, we're both picking Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch to win, Uh, we're picking Charlotte to retain her Divas Championship, the Wyatts we're predicting to win, as well as Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. And on top of that, we are predicting uh, the New Day on the Cutting Edge Peep Show to be entertaining. So we are in agreement with all these predictions as it takes us to the main event, triple threat match to determine the number one contendership for the WWE World Heavyweight Champion at at WWE's WrestleMania, WrestleMania number 32. We are set to get a number one contender to go after Triple H, Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And and Dave, when I when we you know, and I want to dissect this match and what it looks like before we get into our predictions because it's very intriguing. And it takes us back to a show we did a couple of weeks ago where the, the majority of the show and the talk and our callers were the subject matter was is it time to pull the plug on the Roman Reigns experiment experiment? And what's going on with Roman Reigns You know, time and time again, the crowd has been inconsistent at best on a lot of levels. It feels like the WWE is trying to force-feed us him as the top guy. Um, As much as it's been a weird dynamic, when he was with the Shield, and he was the underdog, and and the internet was in the Shield, and they loved Roman Reigns. And then it was all of a sudden when it almost got that feel that... The WWE really likes Roman Reigns, too. It's like, well, shit, now we have to hate him because the WWE loves him. And it's become a, a back and forth. And to me, the WWE was doing a decent job at building him back up. Everybody, as far as looking at what, you know, if you're going to bet, and we're doing predictions here, and there's no money on the line. But I think anybody, if they were going to put any substantial amount of money on the line, They would put it on Roman Reigns because that is the obvious choice. But it does beg the question, does the company want to have who they perceive to be the next number one guy getting booed out of the building beating Triple H at WrestleMania, which is is definitely a a, a possibility when you look at that match unfolding. Do we want to see another Brock Lesnar versus Triple H matchup? I'm not sure if we're ready for another one. And it's Dean Ambrose, who to me is the wild card in this whole thing. His character is over. The crowd is behind him. Um, So it's it's an interesting matchup because I think there is kind of an obvious choice in Roman Reigns. However, there's a lot of moving parts. And the big question here is the build of Roman Reigns. And is it time to pull the plug? which makes it difficult to predict. And to be honest, Dave, it, it makes you wonder in a matchup like this, could the script be that Roman Reigns is going to win, and depending on the crowd, there's an audible involved, which is another whole like level to this matchup. To me, what happens tonight in this triple threat, aside from the in-ring action, and I think we're going to get something very entertaining from these three, I think that the different styles, uh, I, I, I'm... Looking forward to Lesnar just tossing bodies left and right. I think it's going to be a very entertaining matchup. But when you look at this matchup on, on a, a bunch of different levels and the ramifications heading towards WrestleMania season, um, it, it's very interesting as we put on our, our fantasy booking caps again to speculate exactly who they think is the guy to go into WrestleMania and face Triple H. You know,
2: There's a lot of interesting... Um, statistics and dichotomy of, uh, surrounding this match and the the Roman Reigns factor we talked about it pulling the plug or possibly pulling the plug um i think at this rate the the, the rate that they're going they haven't done his character any justice i don't think it's necessarily him i think it's, it's the way that they that, that that they want his character to be portrayed i truly think that you kind of got to put him in the 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 Goldberg um category, what made Goldberg so popular is that he was his matches were short impactful, didn't do a lot of talking, he was all business he he kicked ass and he took names and and I think with Roman reigns in the beginning when he was in the shield and even before even after the shield broke up and he was starting to do his own thing, that limited verbal limited facial expressions, just being a badass is what got him over and WWE sometimes tries too hard to have all their guys have top, you know, all their top guys have personalities. I think what's hurt them is, is, is that they're trying so hard with reigns that the audience is seeing through it and they're not buying it. And it's making for, um, in some ways, an uncomfortable scene on television when you're trying to portray a certain story. Now, this isn't the first time that anything like this has happened. I mean, let's face it for the better part of a decade, John Cena has been booed out of almost every building he's been in. Um, in the past few years, his reactions have gotten to be almost 50, 50, 60, 40 with the people not in his favor.
1: Um,
2: but, uh, you know, do they want this kind of reaction? I don't know if they want it necessarily, but there's something that they're not afraid of. They've been used to it. So the road for Roman Reigns and his build-up towards WrestleMania um, if he were to win this match, is very telling. Um, I still think there's a shot in the dark that if you somehow, if he wins this match and you somehow associate the Rock with him, um, and the way that the McMahon's play the the uh, the evil authority heel characters very well, that the people can get behind him. I have a feeling, and I'm just making, this is, I'm going on a ledge here that this whole Vincent J McMahon Award of Excellence that's supposed to be revealed tomorrow night on Raw is a tool to get heat on Triple H so that the people can get behind Reigns. Let's say Triple H names himself the winner of this award and then Reigns comes out to dispute this. The, fa- the fans are automatically going to boot Triple H because, number one, he's the boss. Number two, he's the champ. And number three, he's made himself the recipient of this award. So I think that that's going to be a tool to help get the people behind Reigns. That's if he wins tomorrow night. Okay? Or tonight, excuse me. heading into, into tomorrow. I don't want to go too far into it. Brock Lesnar, you mentioned about how Brock Lesnar and Triple H that's a match some people necessarily aren't ready to see yet maybe because they had that rivalry a few years ago. I think people would want to see that match today because of the differences in both characters. Brock Lesnar is virtually loved by the audience. Why? Because he's got a kick-ass, no-nonsense, take-no-prisoners approach in his character. And And he's an attraction. He's not crammed down your throat every week and it also helps that he's got Paul Heyman to speak for him and that people love Heyman. And just the presentation, it works for the both of them. So to see him bouncing Triple H around for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, Triple H is the evil boss who made himself the champion. He's also not a favorite amongst the internet wrestling community. The people who chant Suplex City left and right, I think it will be an interesting... Dynamic. If you were to do a main event between the two of them, and like I said in my in, in my pay per view throwback, Brock Lesnar he's had a t- he's had some big WrestleMania title matches and main events under his belt, so he's a he's a sure thing. He's a proven commodity. You can go the safe bet with him, but I do agree with Mike Ferrara. I think they're going in the in the in the direction of him versus the Wyatts or Bray Wyatt, whatever, however you want to um, concoct that storyline. Now, Dean Ambrose, on the other hand, here's where the interesting part is. I'll be honest with you, and I said this on this show, after they announced this main event for for Fastlane tonight, I was not intrigued by it at all, whatsoever. It just felt very thrown together. You know, the night after the Royal Rumble, they they get the whole roster to try and prove themselves, and then all of a sudden she makes this big decision that she's going to give Roman Reigns a shot at the title. The same guy... Stephanie McMahon I'm talking about, the same guy who the authority in the McMahon family were trying to screw off the title the night before. There's just some inconsistencies and some gaps in the booking. But what has saved the buildup for me on this, at least, is is Dean Ambrose's involvement in it. This, you know, I don't care, lunatic kind of attitude, um, throwing caution against the wind, especially against a guy like Brock Lesnar. I think Ambrose losing the title on Monday night was a way for – WWE to get the audience into believing that he actually had the legitimate shot at this because on paper when this match was first booked everybody and their mother probably said well Ambrose is going to eat the pinfall in this match and that's why they put him in there but now with him losing the Intercontinental title I think there's an opportunity and a, a, a legitimate shot at people actually thinking that he's going to win I mean for a split second myself and many others thought that he had a chance at winning the Royal Rumble when it was down to him and Triple H. So I think we're going to see something like that tonight with him. And I think also, too, not only him losing the title and being a part of this match, um, losing the title on Monday night and putting him in this match, I think also sets him up for a big marquee match at WrestleMania, a main event-style quality match at WrestleMania. Um, Against who? I don't know. But to be honest with you, after seeing the interactions he's had with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar, if Ambrose and Lesnar don't come out of this the victor, I would not mind whatsoever seeing the two of them go at it at WrestleMania in a, in one of the bigger high profile matches. I think it would be, I think it would be a pretty good match and some good storytelling from both of them.
1: Yeah. You brought up a lot of good points. I mean, you know, and, and I, I got to give you credit and, and it's interesting and that's why, that's why this is the best show out there. that's why you got to listen to this show. But, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about, like Roman Reigns and, and the booking and, and, you know, how they, you know, haven't done him any favors, uh, you know, and, and you pointed out one of the worst uh, scenarios as far as booking was, was the Rumble. that When, uh, you know, AJ Styles came out uh, early on and, and went in there with, with Roman Reigns, it's like, you know, you, you kind of had some pods momentum with Reigns, and then, you know, you bring out Styles and everyone wants to pop for Styles, and then you, you kind of get the boost towards Reigns, so it's... You know, it, it's been inconsistent, and it's like they're just trying to to build this guy up to be the number one guy, and I, and and I don't know if it's going to happen. And again, it's, you know, if you're a betting man, I mean, the weird thing, Dave, when you look at this matchup and you look at like the potential of, you know, a WrestleMania match, when you look at what the crowd, how the crowd would react at WrestleMania, the crowd would be. Firmly behind Ambrose Or Lesnar And and not Roman Reigns Roman Reigns to me is a distant third As far as how the crowd would react to him And No that was not a three count So it's still a, uh, Del Rio has one pin right now It's one pin to none uh, In the best two out of three uh, Championship match Between Del Rio and Kalisto um, And getting back to my point So it, it's you know it's very intriguing when you when you look at that where you know and I get it as far as like booking this you know do you want wrestlemania to end and you know roman reigns is holding that belt aloft and there's a chorus of, of booze. um i don't know if you necessarily want to see something like that happen at mania so it's a it, it's very interesting to see how this match will play itself out I agree with you. Do we have Ambrose versus Lesnar at Mania because of how, uh, you know, Ambrose is, has been defiant uh, as far as uh, how how tough the beast is and uh, just showing no fear? Uh, you know, that could make sense moving forward, too. Um, or, like I said earlier, do we have an audible and, the you know, Reigns is booked to win this match and, and we see a hostile crowd are really not behind Reigns and they call an audible? Um Who knows Who knows what we're going to see at it tonight Uh, To me it's one of those You know interesting situations where uh, The booking is uh, More intriguing at least to me In the actual matchup I think it's going to be a quality matchup I really do I think we're going to have some Hard hitting action between guys You know who are hard hitters Like Reigns and and Lesnar Uh, I think we're going to see uh, You know a guy like Ambrose True to character get abused and just want wanting more abuse, um, you know. I geez, I just don't know. And you know what? Screw it. Whatever. I you know, I if I was going to put money on this, I'd have to go out there and I would bet on Roman Reigns. I think that is the obvious choice. Uh, they've been like pushing him to be that number one guy, and uh, you know, I think they're just gonna gonna do it more and more. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. And whether it's an audible or something else, I'm going to say that Dean Ambrose is actually the guy that you would have predicted that was just there to eat the pin is going to wind up coming out the victor in this match. And I know it's out of nowhere, and this is probably going to be the match that's going to, like, cost me the paper since we agreed on everything else. Um, but I just, I, 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 you know, and it could be my heart, and I just want to see something different. Uh, but I just, when I, in my head, when I see the build of, of a guy who is so irreverent, uh, so does not care about authority And, and, and you want to, you know, it's almost like on some levels they were trying to slot Roman Reigns into this like Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of role and Which is a mistake to kind of try and make someone that way But Dean Ambrose kind of fits the bill for that a little better uh, You know, he's irreverent uh, he doesn't care about authority. He doesn't care about getting hurt or putting his body on the line. I I see that as an interesting build. So, again, it could be my heart that is speaking right now. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say Dean Ambrose wins tonight at WWE Fastlane.
2: I kind of want to go in that same direction. But every <laughs> time I kind of go in that direction, it tends to bite me in the ass. Um, it really does. I mean... I I mean, the way that they have built Ambrose up heading into this match, um, I can't see him doing anything subpar at WrestleMania. Like, I can't see if like they were to do like another ladder match like they did last year, with, like seven or eight guys. I can't see him necessarily being in that match. I, I, I have a tendency. I have a feeling that he's going to be in one of like the big four marquee matchups that sell WrestleMania. Um, I I mean, I kind of want to go that route, but I really don't because I don't want to go against my, my head in this case. Um, like you said, Roman Reigns is a distant third in, in terms of crowd getting behind him um, against Triple H uh, for the WWE Championship. But, you know, that all depends on the 41 days heading into WrestleMania each week and how they book um this storyline between Roman Reigns and Triple H. Like I said, they're gonna have to dress that match up a lot to get to to, to get people interested in and in, in that match at WrestleMania. And when I mean a lot, I mean, you know, the rumored involvement of the Rock. Um granted last time Reigns and Rock were in the same ring involved with each other, um the the city of Philadelphia booed them out of the building, including the Rock. Um and so it it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a good scene, but I think that um, they want to try that again. Um, a special referee of some kind involved. Uh, I've heard rumors of even maybe Ronda Rousey somehow being involved in in the main event, uh, maybe in, in Roman Reigns' corner. She's got a, a huge uh, appeal with, with, with mainstream crossover that could help. Uh, so, I mean, you want me to make a prediction, I'm gonna go with my I'm gonna go with my, my head here. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns. I'm gonna go different than you. As much as I'd like to see Ambrose, um I think what we I think what we see from him tonight is going to really catapult him into a a a, a good spot for WrestleMania, um, in terms of uh, a storyline and a match. Um I'm not sure against who. But I don't. I, I just can't – WWE sometimes is very stubborn, and they try to, you know, stick to their plans, even though the audience doesn't necessarily like their plans. I think in this case with Reigns, they're really trying to stick with their plans because, you know, they hit the reset button last year after it didn't work, and then they built Reigns back up, and then the audience started liking him again, and then they hated him again. It's like it's that love-hate relationship that the audience has with certain guys on the roster that WWE pushes really hard. I think they, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's what they want to do. And what they want to do is make Roman Reigns the number one guy, number one, good guy. Um, I still think there's a slight possibility it can happen. So that's why I'm going with him winning tonight's match.
1: Wow. So there you go. The main event, we go through the whole event and we finally differ on the last one. We got a heart prediction, and one with the intellect, we'll see which one comes true. And again, like I'm right there with you though, Dave. You know, this is this is for fun and we're having a good time and, and you know, we, we, we dissect these matches and we give you reasons for everything. If there was money on this, I'd be betting on Reigns. So I'm fully putting it out there that I'm betting with my heart and I'm not with because I this is kind of what what I wanna see and I and I think creatively it makes for a more interesting run towards WrestleMania. Um, but I wouldn't put money on it So betting with my heart there I'd like to see something different tonight uh, We'll see how it plays out But I think we're all in agreement that things uh, Look like it's going to be a pretty intriguing Pretty interesting, entertaining pay-per-view uh, We gave you our opinions top to bottom Dissected it This is the place to be before pay-per-view nights Curious Dave, like just if you had to Bet uh, betting man, yes or no do we see Taker tonight? I'll go
2: on a limb and say yes. I I will. I'll go on a limb and say yes, we could see an Undertaker appearance. Yeah. I, I think And, and so. I'm going to agree with you.
1: I think we see the Undertaker tonight. And, and, again, like when it comes to the Undertaker, that dude, all he's got to do, we don't need to know who he's going to wrestle. We don't need to know who he's got in his crosshairs or what he's thinking. All we need is for the lights to go out, Taker to walk down. Or not even walk down. Stand out there point to the sign you know and, and and get a pop and then turn around and walk out it's all we need out of taker and if we don't see taker tonight i think we we'll see someone whether it's uh if the rumored goldberg appearance is happening uh the rock showing up maybe we see john cena uh maybe seth rollins shows his face out of nowhere but i think we'll if not taker we're going to see something tonight uh some special some appearance tonight so it should be a, a fun, entertaining pay-per-view. To our callers, thank you so much for giving us a buzz tonight, giving us your opinion, uh, and everyone out there that continues to listen. Thank you so much for listening. Again, get on board with the Facebook, facebook.com slash the Ken Reedy Show. We'll be talking about the pay-per-view over there on the Facebook page. We'll see you tomorrow night, 6.30, to recap Fastlane, get you ready for Raw for Dave. I am Ken. Enjoy Fastlane. Good night, everybody.